Hello and welcome back. This is episode 52 of the Nonsense Podcast by What Makes Sense. This week we have on Oakrest out of Canada. Uh, great dudes. I've been in contact with them since I think sometime last year. Uh, their song Nothing Serious really struck a chord with me and that was released I think last September. Um, and since then I've been listening to the guys. They have a multitude of other hits, um, you know, more than just that, but I, I did want to call out that congratulations to them. Nothing Serious was their first single to hit 10,000 listens on Spotify. And I know that's a huge milestone, especially for a band that's really pulling themselves up by their own bootstraps and working hard every day to make sure that, you know, uh, they can, you know, stay up in, in you know, in relevancy and, you know, uh, and, you know, just be that that is a band <laughs> uh you know day in and day out so congratulations to the guys that's a that's a big milestone but um if you're interested in hearing that song it's actually going to play at the end of the episode so go check it out and then go stream it on whatever service you're using um yeah so without uh going too far into the interview our song of the week is shapeshifter by back garden light this is a band that i just recently came across because i think uh, they were on a few playlists that What Makes Sense just recently got uh, placed on. So um, listen to the guys, and I, immediately I was I was in love. Um, so let me start with that. Um, you know, if you're a fan of Neck Deep, if you're a fan of Chunk No Cap and Chunk, if you're a fan of Early Four Year Strong, I think you'll really like these guys. Um, so let me play for you Shapeshifter by Back Garden Light. And then uh, right after that, we'll get right into the episode with Oakrest. So uh, enjoy the episode, and we'll see you in two weeks. You guys are from wait give me a second new market ontario right that's it well Very I mean, good. Like we we actually originated in keswick just nobody knows who the hell nobody knows where that is so we just say new market because it's a yeah. little more well known yeah yeah i noticed uh so. you guys are actually pretty i mean you're in like also ontario is just a hotbed of like great music nowadays but also you guys are specifically are very close to what Toronto and very close to like Hamilton, which is just like two very big, you know, scenes, which is great. I mean, if I could be talking out the ass right now, but I know you guys like, no, are, I mean, yeah, around that. Well, yeah, technically he's in Toronto right now. <laughs> yeah. I was okay. just going to say, I just moved to yeah. uh, North York in February. So I don't live like, uh, I don't live in Newmarket anymore, unfortunately. That's where like we used to practice, we used to jam, we used to hang out, but now it's moved actually to Jacob's house in Keswick. Uh, once practices are going to be allowed again, uh, but yeah, I mean like being in Toronto now though, like it's definitely sweet. I am uh, probably a block away from a subway station, so nice playing shows, going to shows, and actually drinking now is something I'll be able to do. Yeah, yeah. Congrats! Fuck, man. I used to go to shows in high school and always have to drive myself because nobody liked that kind of music. Now never get to drink, and I was so mad all the time. <laughs> is uh, what the drinking age up there is like eighteen, right? Yeah, no, you made it sound like you're just allowed to drink. I'm like, congrats, buddy, you're now nineteen. Yeah, you can have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm twenty three. Um, but yeah, no, like all throughout high school, like literally until shows got shut down, I would go by myself, or like I would be driving my friends, like Jacob and 
my yeah. girlfriend Lauren. And like I would never really actually get to experience live music while a little bit buzzed off the claw, but now I can because I'm so close to a subway station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I that was one of the first things uh I was when I was living around uh New York City was like oh shit, like we can get we can have a good time at these shows <laughs> and still make it home, you know, like cuz you, you just hop on the subway and everybody else at that hour is like blasted too and you're all kind of going through like the shitty subway system while you're waiting an hour to get home while it's like a it would have been a 2 minute drive. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All that great stuff. So, yeah, uh, let's talk about, you know, how you guys have been able to stay very active, it seems, you know, throughout this weird-ass, you know, year and a half now. Um, I mean, it seems like good things have come. You guys, uh, I didn't know this. I actually just, uh, in my research, I found this out today that uh, Nothing Serious got on a Spotify, um, what was that, the curated playlist. It like, did. That's sick. It was our first yeah. time ever. So, like, how did that feel once you got on? Like, holy shit, like, this it is was, a moment. <laughs> it was honestly pretty amazing. I mean, like, we got about, uh, like, 4,000 streams just from the playlist alone because we were on it for one week, and then that's when they would curate it, and they left us on for a second week, seeing as all the actual generated streams from, like, our family and friends uh, boosted a lot, too. They just decided to keep us on. So That's great. Yeah, and I think that's how it should go, too, like, if there's bands that you know aren't like massive like your four year strongs or whatever like bands that actually need to be on playlists to like you know get that publicity just like give them the chance like if yeah. if you see the numbers are doing well give them a chance and just leave them on there man um that's like sort of my i think my my biggest thing that i've learned this year um because i i went from sort of just being a casual musician to actually you know joining um what makes sense and like really taking time and I, I got time you know too with the way this past year was to really like focus on like all right what does this industry look like and yeah. it's just like shit man obviously it's always gonna go the way of the money it's always gonna go the way of the big labels yeah. but like uh you know the the tools are in the hands of the spotify curators and all that it's just like take a chance on a small band and especially like a, a band like yours that's you know very much deserving of that and like the song's great people love it clearly so you know keep that shit on there so i like to hear that I, I do like to hear justice for you know bands that are working their asses off in a time that's like very tough for musicians 100 yeah, percent too you. and also like if a big band is already on the curated playlist you like they're already generating millions of views they don't like, fucking like the small need it bands, yeah they don't <laughs> yeah. need it so like if if the traffic's doing well on a new song we release why not keep it on for a week if it's still doing good just keep letting it grow like people want to hear it just support the small bands when they need it yeah i was yeah, also no, we're hope oh, oh go sorry. ahead go ahead no i was gonna say i mean like we're hoping with this next single we um drop soon which we still don't have a release date for um, yeah. We're hoping like it'll hit probably like a few more of these new like curated playlists. Like we hit new punk tracks, which was like phenomenal to wake up the next day to see it on there. But like to get on to pop punk is not isn't dead or like just like all like pop those punk big unplugged, pop, yeah yeah like big pop punk playlists that like get ten thousands of like viewers and listeners. Like that would be like phenomenal for us to yeah. be honest. Yeah, and like again, you know just. Just give it to, like, give it to a band, you know, just ran throw out a random band, like, every now and then. Like, you know, bands that are doing well, too. It's not like you guys are an unknown band. Like, you guys have been around for, what, like, four or five years now? And yeah. have accumulated, like, this large audience. And clearly, it's, you know, it's plain to see. So <laughs> I'm hoping the best for you guys. Um, I'm Thank excited you. for that new single, too. So is that... Uh, I don't know if, if you guys can answer this now, but, you know, is that going to be a part of something along with Nothing Serious, or is that, you know, sort of, is it going to be a standalone single? Um, we'll just say it's a nice follow-up to Nothing okay. Serious. Yeah. Uh, that's what uh, that's what listeners can expect. Like, uh, with our friends and family who we've shared the single with, um, anybody listening to this, like, you know, like, they've all said the same thing. They're like, this is definitely a great follow-up to, like, what you guys just previously released in September, and honestly, like this is probably the like the best song that I've written personally. My favorite song I've written. So big things to be expected with this one. As a fan, I love to hear that. That's that's great, man. So <laughs> thank yeah. you. You know, it's funny. I, mean, I keep making eye contact with you. I'm like, you're like, oh, what am I? What can I say? What can I not say? I'm like, <laughs> we got some stuff coming up, and you know, 
you'll be pumped for it, and uh, everyone yeah, else that's... who's a fan of our band will be pumped for it. Well, I, we'll th- get... I think so. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, if you were a fan of Nothing Serious, then like this is right up your alley. Awesome. Yeah, it, it was funny. So I, I like to ask those questions because, you know, it, it, if there is like news you could share, that's great. If not, um, you know, so whatever. Like we can always move on. I actually got into a position with that with uh, Action Adventure, where they were like on the cusp of releasing their single Poser and also at the same time simultaneously announcing that they got signed to Pure Noise. Yeah, I was but, just gonna say, I saw them get signed to Pure Noise. So, but I asked them, it was about a month ahead, and I said, hey guys, like, we already have a bunch of episodes in the queue, so this really won't be out until another month or two. So they were like, ah, let's check with our manager and yeah. see anyways. Yeah, probably smart. Even so, you know, they, uh, you know, they couldn't really share anything. They couldn't even share that yeah. they were releasing a single, but then I was, when they released it, I was like, I get it now. <laughs> I get why you couldn't <laughs> well, say. I, I will say, yeah. I will say like, we've talked about this on like our Instagram story. That's where we mainly get our traffic. Like we are currently waiting for a grant. That's why we haven't really done anything with the single yet. Cause we have a, a big music video in the works. So that's, that's, I think is, is all I can say really on that next single, but yeah. It is coming soon, hopefully. Yeah, uh, what's the name of that? I, I was actually looking at that because I saw uh, the Dirty Nil. Uh, they, you know, they consistently get grants. Um, is it like wh- what's the name of that grant that that you know? Or there's some foundation that supports like the the visual arts or well, music arts. The big arts one or... is uh, yeah, the big one's Factor Canada. Yeah, um, that's it. But like us and our like uh, director and um, director for, director of photography uh, for this video, like they actually put in the work to apply for the RBC Music Grant. So it's like it's well known for like sort of more local bands in Canada to get like a little bit of more money to fund like what they want to do. So this was like our first time actually applying for a grant. Didn't know the uh, the length that it would need to uh, take to obtain it. But I mean. I would say, like, I would hope to have it out by at least September again, like nice. we did for Nothing Serious. It's still sort of end of uh, warm weather, summer. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, yeah. That's genius, man. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was funny. Because I, I was looking, when I learned about, like, the whole grant system that Canada has, I looked into, you know, what they have here in the States. And, of course, we don't have anything. Like, and <laughs> it's it's just, like, it sucks. It's like, oh, well, if you want to uh, join a, like, uh artist like residency for six months and like take off your job and live here for like pennies <laughs> um Ooh. you can do that i'm like yeah fuck no i'm not doing that like i need to work man yeah literally. Uh, <laughs> you gotta pay the bills but they're like yeah but we'll give you like a thousand dollars to work on this i'm like yeah man a thousand dollars that doesn't go anywhere wow. that doesn't go anywhere man, man so like, we're using we're using my line of credit to fund everything with this thing. yeah <laughs> yeah like honestly thousand bucks a squat <laughs> I know, so it's like, yeah, I was like, nah, fuck that. Like, it just, it the the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. But yeah, like uh, that factor grant's pretty sick. Um, I talked to the nil probably like three or four years ago, and I was asking them, I was like, dude, so how much? This was for the. I don't know if you guys are you know familiar with what you know them and their music yeah, videos yeah. and stuff, but they had a music video for the song Bathed in Light. And I was like, dude, you guys had so many fucking fireworks in that. Like, how much did you spend on it? And they were like, a few thousand. And I was like, holy shit. Like, how did you fund that? And they're like, the Canadian government. I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like, yeah, no. Yeah, Yeah, I know a lot of artists use Factor, and it's honestly, like, very beneficial. I wish I knew more about it. Like, we just started tiptoeing into, like, applying for grants, tour grants when tours come back. Like Factor is like the big one. I know Seaway funded their last record with Factor. Um, wow. I think Alexis on Fire used Factor. Like Silverstein, a lot of bands have used Factor. It's also just like a good platform for Factor in a sense to just put a plot for them to advertise with bands that are signed, yeah. right? So it's like a win-win. They're at, oh, they're yeah. getting their their name advertised, and the bands are getting cash to produce videos, which also Factors can be advertised on. So it's like, why not? Yeah, it just it cycles through. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty sick, man. But um. I wanted to talk about actually while we're on the topic of you know new singles or singles just in general, um, nothing serious, and then also 
the name Nothing Serious. I know you guys do your own podcast, so that was pretty sick. I listened to the one with uh, Alex from Young Culture because we interviewed Gabe from Young Culture, and um, two guys in my band used to be in another band before What Makes Sense, and they had played a few shows in you know young cultures like early years and so um we kind of knew them from that because you know we're about an hour away from each other they're in albany new york and we're in poughkeepsie area but um yeah man first of all very sick podcast i love everything with how it's formatted how it's produced how it's cut it was you know like a hundred percent professional podcast so like that's really thank you i like the uh the music in the background is an awesome touch it it feels like you know the podcast just flows so well with that so yeah gotta give props where that's due but um you've also had on quite a uh a list or quite a resume of artists on there you got you know what was it jordan (laughs) black you have alex on there um so yeah like where did that all start I mean, so, like, literally with me and Jacob, like, we... I used to call him, like, literally every day, just talk shit for, like, three hours on the phone. <laughs> and we're like, yo, why don't we yeah. just, like... Well, like, why don't we just turn this into a podcast? I mean, like, we're in COVID. We're not doing anything anyway. And I, I feel like everybody has gotten to that point where they've gotten yeah. so bored with COVID in Canada, they've just started a fucking podcast. That's what we did. So, <laughs> yeah. And if you've noticed, too, though, like, we've obviously stopped doing it since like probably march or like february yeah it's been a while yeah it's because like we were sort of focusing on like hey we need to finish this this record we need to finish writing and demoing so we're like we need to stop this we ended off big with jordan black thankfully um i knew him a little bit more personally as like a friend like so that's how we arranged that actually i um i literally just texted i'm like hey man so uh i've got a podcast Uh, if you're not doing anything this day then uh let's chat for like an hour or so and he's like yeah, and i wouldn't say it out. like it ended either i feel like it was just a good time to take a pause because like i was not even working at the time so i'm like hey if we record it um or if you take um the hosting role and you record it with an artist like i'll edit the podcast in the background because i had all the free time and uh, yeah. now i'm working and stuff now so we took a pause for a bit i feel like we'll get it revamped um you know when we feel like doing that again but yeah it was definitely a good source of content to just kind of act how we do on a regular basis when we talk to each other it was just a Another way of showing the fans or our audience of what we're like personally too. Yeah, yeah and we expected and that... really nothing from it, and like the fact that anybody listened was pretty sick. I, like with yeah. more listeners, that's what kept us engaging and going more. Yeah. Um, but like I said, though, like the amount of workload that we had on us, like the podcast had to take a pause. Right now, I'm taking like a huge mental break from music. Like honestly, I haven't sat at this desk in front of my monitors in <laughs> probably a month now, just because yeah. I'm like, hey, I I devoted a whole year of my life to writing this record, every hour of my day and my weekends, and it's done now. So I'm like, I just need to chill out, play video games, go for a run, do something else than other than yeah. music for right now. Yeah, man, the weather's getting nice. You know, just just relax, enjoy it. Yeah. I feel yeah. that too. I I felt like uh, when everything shut down, I was like, I have to I have to write music. I have to do this. I have to do this. Like adding on to more shit alongside like work and just normal life too. And it was just like my entire weekend was like a work day. It was like I'd sit down, you know, nine ten a.m. like work on a song till like ten p.m. and then oh wow just be gassed. And I'm like, Fuck. yeah, like and yeah. it was a demo too. I didn't know what I was doing, so like. <laughs> It wasn't, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm making my, you know, producing the music here. It's just, uh, you know, yeah. more so trying to find the right guitar tone for three hours and then literally, know, oh my god, it takes yeah, way more time to fucking find the tone than it does to play the song. <laughs> it was the same thing here too, honestly. Like I would, I, I would work from eight to four thirty every Sunday to Thursday, and four thirty to like, yeah, probably like nine o'clock. I would be downstairs just trying to force something out until until like i found something uniquely good to say like i'm i'm done so like i would start out with the chord progression or actually no sorry i'd start out with the tone uh, then yeah. i would find the chord progression then i would find the first line which is always the hardest to write the first line of any verse and then making it rhyme and rhyme and then like usually by either like the start of the chorus or the end of the chorus is when i would end my night and i'm like can't okay, need to go chill out because i gotta do this again tomorrow so yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you're gonna burn yourself out. Like, I, yeah, I'd be up. Yeah, to like and it was 3 definitely all like worth it. <laughs> yeah, it I was mean, definitely all well, worth you, it though. Like, yeah, well, you guys were right, like, like an actual. No, no worries, man. Uh, <laughs> this this whole system, I have, I, I've 
written a few angry emails in my drafts before to like <laughs> and i was like i gotta take it yeah this system's great it, we get three different lines of audio if you're recording three different people the only issue is uh it's very like finicky with the internet and it takes mm, it yeah. sucks the living hell out of the internet so yeah anyways <laughs> uh that, that's my little spiel on uh squad thanks guys um Thanks for but, the sponsorship, guys. Yeah, thanks for the sponsorship in, in your mediocre platform. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I want to dive into a little bit of the uh, you know the brighter side of things. And, and I always like hearing these stories because I feel like uh, the most recent you know memories of shows and stuff has kind of been burned in everybody's brains because you're like reminiscing on it. You're like, fuck, I wish we were back. So um, what yeah. was you know life like and touring like and, you know, uh, I guess you know music writing. What was that all like pre, you know, shutdown and everything? What was the trajectory looking like? Jake, oh, you can take God. this one. I feel like I've been talking. Um, about. yeah, no. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm gonna start off by saying, like, I admit we obviously all miss it a lot. Um, before COVID, we were trying to play shows all the time. Um, and any weekend that we could get, you know, a show, we would take it. And uh, I remember right before COVID, um, in the winter, we were playing uh, one of our first tours. And uh, we rented this van, this big deal. We all made a big deal of this, getting this van. We're like, you know, we're going to look so legit. We're going to rent this van. We're all going to pack each other in and just eat fast food. You know, it's going to be a whole vibe. Um, And the tour is fine. We played a lot of great shows with a lot of great bands. But, like, goddamn, Canadian winters suck so much ass. Um, Especially February. Man, we we thought February, (laughs) like, oh, no, man. Like, it's month of love or whatever. So, like, we should be fine. And that was just probably the stupidest thing we've ever said. Because no, it was the then, worst snowfall then, we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, and then we uh, bring this van to my college house, and we, we're like, okay, we can't park it in the driveway. There's a spot for two cars, so we pull it in the backyard. Gets completely <laughs> stuck in the snow. Shit. We're all out there. Pu- the whole band's pushing it while one of the members is revving the shit out of it in the van. Shoveling, it's not guys in the front <laughs> shoveling, guys in the back pushing. No, but you missed the whole part where we're trying to get to your college house in this snowfall where we were a bobsled team. I was driving. Oh, yeah. Everybody else in the band got out of the car in their vans and their their jeans in like probably 24-inch snow. And yeah. they're just pushing. They're pushing the van because we stopped. For a moment, oh. and we did not get any traction because this van that we rented did not have any snow tires. So they would get out and push it and get momentum, and I couldn't stop again. So when I started driving, they had to run their asses back in the van. Otherwise, they I was holding onto the to door. I was just holding onto the door like this, sliding <laughs> on my shoes, like going ten kilometers an hour. I'm just sliding like this, like I'm skiing. I'm like, what are we doing right now? Like this, like. Yeah, like if they if they didn't run their asses back into the van, they would have legit had to walk because we couldn't turn around or we couldn't stop. It was like we're sharks. If we don't keep moving, we're gonna die. Oh my god! I, I it was, like, but it was, believe, it was memorable though. I can't believe they didn't give you snow tires. Like this is Canada. Like even I would yeah, know to but, give you guys snow tires. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, if the van broke, we'd have to pay more. It's like honestly. They're just trying to make money. And I yeah, get that. Right. but it was pre-COVID, so like, fuck them straight up. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we also played a lot of memorable shows on that tour too. Like, uh, we were one of the last shows at the Ottawa Aska Punk, which is a huge uh, spot yeah, to play RP. locally around here. So rest in peace to Ottawa Aska Punk. Um, that was probably like one of the best shows I've played. It's definitely a memorable oh, spot yeah. for sure. Yeah, like what's yeah, your... we just got our first experience like touring, like not just a weekend run where we go back oh, to, really? the, to the house and we go to bed, then meet up at the next show in Toronto yeah. or something like that. It was like we were all together. We played a show in different areas that we weren't familiar with, and you know, we're just hoping we can get back to that. Like, Ate like shit. Up. Yeah, it was sick. <laughs> I still, I, okay, so from the day I vowed to do the tour diet, so I'd get used to it, I've still been doing it. That was a year ago. I've Buddy, still you live at home like and you eat pogos right now. Calm down. <laughs> I know. Pogos, pizza pops. Any chance I get, I'm going to eat like shit because I love it. I yeah. got to ready my stomach for the tour mentality. Dude, that was one of the things is like we, I mean, we did, we did like weekenders. It wasn't really like a tour, but 
um, wherever we stopped, I was like, all right, I need to sort of like figure out a plan of like how we're going to eat. Cause I'm going to come back. If we ever do like a week of this, I'm going to come back 50 pounds heavier. That's just like yeah. what it is. <laughs> we're stopping at diners and like getting oh, God. milkshakes and omelets for some reason, like shit like that. <laughs> and then you bounce Man, around on stage with all that in you after God. Damn. It's horrible. Yes. <laughs> the lactose intolerant. I would shit my pants. Oh no! <laughs> Everybody jump! Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> Don't jump! Don't These speeders staying grounded. <laughs> yeah. Man, I ate a Whopper yeah. ten minutes before a set at the Oshawa <sighs> Music Hall, and that was a terrible idea. But like, yeah. I, we didn't know where to get food, and Burger King was the only place like around that did Uber Eats, and it got there literally like ten, twenty minutes before our set. I didn't need we to set on, up yeah. because I didn't need to set up because I was the singer. So I'm like, I'm gonna go eat my Whopper. <laughs> Yeah, just and fuck man like <laughs> thankfully they were like hey like you guys can have like 15 extended minutes to chill and I'm like thank god because <laughs> I need to go shit my brains out real quick and I'll be exactly. right back <laughs> I once had I think it, it was only half a calzone but it was like a calzone like this oh, big god. <laughs> before my set because I was like I haven't eaten really that much and I was like this is a good idea right you know just a lot of bread and cheese exactly what we want if you're going to be moving around sweating on stage right so I was probably sweating out like American cheese and ricotta oh, that day but perfect, um, man. I, you know I, I don't regret it because it was it was great getting off stage and having that <laughs> like at least yeah. that was there but yeah. beforehand probably not a good idea oh hell no never is <laughs> So uh, let's. While we're on the topic of shows, um, are there any venues in your hometown or around your hometown? I guess that are you know like special to you, where maybe you got your start at, or maybe you frequented you know in your earlier years, or is it maybe you know another town over? What's that looking like? Yo, Jam Spot, Newmarket, Ontario. Let's go, Jam Spot. Oh yeah, literally, it's an iconic venue in Newmarket. Max is such a, an amazing guy. Um, he's always there when we need somewhere to play. You know, if another ven- venue double books on us and we have to cancel a show last minute, he's always <laughs> lending a helping hand to be like, "Hey, you guys can pull up here and play the show here last minute." It could be like five minutes before. He's like, that "You guys can happened. play here." It, it, that, actually that actually happened. happened. I don't. I don't know if I want to mention the other venue, but um, how do you fucking double book a show? Like, is that's that- what yeah, we're they're, saying? They're idiots. Not even gonna say the name of them. They're fucking idiots. That's pretty why. much, pretty much, we had the show booked well in advance. We get to the we get to the venue. The guy that owns the place sees all of our faces. He knows that we're like what band we're in. We set up all of our lights, all the instruments, everything. As soon as we're done setting up all the lights and everything, he's like, "Yeah, I have another band that's actually gonna play up here in like twenty minutes. So um, yeah, you guys have to take all your stuff down what? and leave." We're like, "What? Like we have people coming, like driving here to watch us right now. We just took an hour to set up the lights. Like you couldn't have said that." as we're stepping in with the gear like we just finished setting everything up and he's like yeah, yeah unfortunately you're gonna have to leave i'm like yeah the fuck i'm not a violent man but i'm slashing his tires as i'm walking out of there. oh my god oh. no so that was the first time i've ever gotten like verbally violent i got in his face i'm like you got yeah. bands coming from st Catharines and oshawa you were gonna pay these guys and us right now and we're gonna go play somewhere else and the Which, guy gave us 500 way, bucks. three hours away from the venue these bands are driving there from. There we go. Yeah, no. The guy gave us 500 bucks because it got in his face. And then we made additional money at the jam spot because Max was such a saint and let us play last minute. Didn't we play for and free or did we end up giving him just money because he was we gave him, to do it? Yeah, we, yeah we, we gave him 150 because that's what he asked for if we made money. And we did. So Yeah, well, yeah. It, it was going to be a sold-out show. And then we had to make a post. Where, like, Unfortunately, our show got canceled. And then we had to run around making calls. And then we're like, oh my god, he's actually going to let us play. So then we had to repost, but like, show's back on. So some of the people that, yeah. you know, didn't read that, they didn't show up. But, you know, we still had a good time. That's, uh, that, that reminds me, like, that's what our social media looked like when, um, like, around April last year, where we're like, this show might be on. And then we're like, ah, fuck, it's canceled because of COVID. And then we're no, like, wait, not. next week, you know, like, three weeks out, you know, we'll flatten the curve. This show's on. And then, like, everybody come here and make sure, like, we'd spend weeks promoting it. This show's yeah. canceled. Forget about that yeah. one. We got another one. And it's just, like, so on. And it happened till like, probably, like, end of April. And then we're like, all right, this is not happening. But yeah, no way. I can't yeah. believe that shit that, like, they would double book you. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How would you not Funny know? Funny enough, though, like, literally right before COVID, we got, we got a show with, like, our first show with any sort of, like, label band. 
And it was at this venue that double booked us. And we're like, okay, so do we play at this place? Even though, like, we probably burnt a bridge here. And we were so down for it. And we were so ready. And then COVID fucking happened. And Uh. show never happened. It sucked. (laughs) Damn. But after that, I'm not booking a show there just because how ridiculously unprofessional that venue owner was. Like, I would have been less angry if I didn't have to set up all those wires, all the instruments, all the lights and everything, and then just leave. But literally, we just finished setting up. He's like, yeah, you have to leave now. I'm like, all right, you're a douchebag. See you later. Like, that shit <laughs> yeah. takes time. That's like an hour plus to, like, get Especially all that Especially when headlining it. Yeah, he what took the fuck? Money out of his personal, he took money out of his personal safe because of me. And you made, No, I thought you me. made him walk to the bank. <laughs> no, no. He said, oh, that would take oh. me an hour. And I'm like... He, and I was like, why don't you use the ATM right there? This is your store. And he's like, I can't do that. And I literally, I'm like, okay, well, then get me my money now. Otherwise, like, I'm going to do some shit. That just meant, like, bad on social media. Yeah. Exactly. So I watched him go into his office, pull out his safe, and gave us 500 bucks from there. I'm like, holy shit, that's a win. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was pretty sick. I've never done something like that. I'm usually, like, the quiet, shy guy. I'm like, no, no, I'll just... Well, all the other bands, too, were, like, in his face, like, finger-pointing them, like, you're a piece of shit, blah, 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 like, we drove three hours, and he's, like, scared shit. So he's, like, fine. (laughs) Everybody that went to the jam spot afterwards knows the whole story, and people who didn't actually get to see us, who literally went to me at work the next day, they're like, I didn't see you, like, we went to the venue, and they're like, no, they're not here, and they were like, well, fuck, I just drove here. And I was like, yeah, sorry, if you don't follow us on Instagram, (laughs) then you wouldn't have known. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, we're past that point, you know, trying not to be that petty about it, but here we are, bringing it up two years later. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm not bothered by it, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't name them, so... Yelling. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe uh, maybe when shows come back, you guys will be able to make amends or whatever. Maybe that, you know, the venue owner's uh, handed off some of his duties, because he's clearly not that great at doing what he's doing right now, but, you know, maybe he's... Handed off some of that to uh, somebody, you know. I'll play anywhere maybe. once COVID's over. I don't yeah, care. I'll play honestly, in my backyard. I yeah, like what's what's the if you could have a concert like anywhere, you know, once COVID's over, where would it be? Like, where oh, would God. you where would you you know be able to have like the best draw? Like, what would be the most kick ass show? Jam spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like, locally, honestly, yeah, the jam spot. Like, it's always packed when we. Yeah. No, yeah, honestly, the jam spot is like how shows generated a new market like every like back in like 2000 like i like i don't know i wasn't around i was just told this but in like 2012 that era of the whole music and the hardcore scene in new market and the pop punk scene there were shows every friday every saturday and even if you didn't know the band you would just go because you wanted something that's to do great. and that's what we're saying it was what's going to happen when covid happens again like if there's a show happening people will be there because like we've been missing out for two years now Oh, 100%. I sure fucking hope so. I hope like also. I mean, venues are great because you know when you're when you're a musician in the position that you guys are, you know, I would hope that um, you know people are people are paying you what you're worth, kind of thing. And like you know, if you're gonna have a show, especially in that area, like you're gonna have a draw, like you know that you're being paid fairly. I know it's not all about yeah. the money, but eventually, like if you wanna, <laughs> you know. If you want to be a career musician, it's like, you know, you got to get paid for it, right? So Sometimes it um, is about the money, yeah. Yeah, so, and it, like, also, shit's expensive. Going to the studio, um, equipment, Oof. not cheap, all that stuff. Travel, oh, all that. It's like taking a vacation every time you go on tour. So, like, all that stuff. It's like, you know, definitely, I'm an advocate for, like, musicians being paid fairly for sure. But, um, uh, yeah, like, so... I hope that you know, like DIY. I really hope to see like a big DIY scene pop up too. But oh, like also, yeah. it'll matter with like venues that can actually kind of you know host a bar and you know make revenue off that. But like DIY, I'm, I'm excited. I want to start booking more shit like myself. I'm not great at it, but like I feel like I know some people who might want to do it. You know, man. I like the house I used to live in Newmarket. Like my mom was just renting it, and it was a it was a shit show. The house. But, like, the basement was the perfect venue because it was so shit. Like, the walls still <laughs> got insulation hanging up the sides, but the floor is just all concrete. It looks like yeah. literally any DIY show that you see on any That's meme great. page or anything. And I'm like, honestly, I'm like, if we actually just bought out this house, we would have the Askapunk New Market, like, right here. Oh, literally, 100%. And it would have been perfect. But, unfortunately, my mom, obviously, is, is just renting it, so she's moving out. And then I moved out, and I'm like, all right, the dream's dead. 
so <laughs> sorry then again have though you, we always got the jam spot so like have you guys played a whole bunch of uh like diy venues and if so oh like, what was your favorite sort of memory from <laughs> i think a little bit too many i yeah, think it's good all, yeah we play so many diy shows man like that um, was basically our entire tour like i'd say like awesome. the most part of it like definitely the like the biggest one was probably the askapunk new market house um but like close very close second is always like uh gonna be barb's house in barry area yeah like literally she treats us like gold like she had tacos ready when we got there she fed us pbrs and gave us a place to sleep i'm like tacos i'm like you are a saint barb that's amazing i hope to play there again soon it's always a vibe i've always said like when i'm older you know whether you know i I don't know i don't know when i'm gonna be owning a house uh but like you know whenever if that day ever comes you know uh, like i would 100 percent be down like if i'm you know and if i'm older even past that my kids have you know my kids want to join a band or whatever which you know i'd be like all right it's up to you but um you know like i would be like absolutely like you're having shows here um, you know, that was kind of like the community that I grew up in too, was just, you know, all of our, all of our parents were like super supportive of it. Like they knew like, we're not, you know, making a career out of this, but like back when we were in high school, we'd, we'd play anywhere. My parents let us have a show in the garage, like downstairs <laughs> and all that stuff. And, yeah, um, awesome. my friend's grandparents let us play. Like they lived on like main street in our town we just put up in their garage and like people were walking by watching us like that that is so fun man and so i'm really hoping that you know people can sort of make do with that you know when it when shows come back or whatever when when everything's safe of course but um you know i've I've said this before too on the podcast but like vfw halls uh you know mason lodges we have i know we have those here in the states i don't know if you guys have them but like similar things where like it's just a it's a vent hall. You rent it out. Okay. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. I was 50, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 50 of your friends show up and like all that shit. Like that, That's literally that the sounds spot. so yeah. fun. You book it and literally all the friends show up and it fills up like a good amount of space. And you're like, it's a good night. Yeah. Like that. You know, that's so much you. fun. Yeah. And you're not like, Oh God, like we got to promote like crazy for this. It's just like, I'm going to no, text just... a few people. They'll text a few people and like they're down. So Exactly, especially too coming from like a small town. Like, yeah, gratefully, like we come from like a big friend group, like probably at least like ten to twenty people. So those ten to twenty people will always show up if you have a show, and twenty people is a lot. Bring a plus one. Exactly, yeah. Twenty people plus plus ones is always a lot in a big in a small venue like that. And I'm pretty sure that venue is only like what forty or fifty person cap in that front i think it's there. like 90 90 to 100 is it oh my god i couldn't imagine 90 people being in there but yeah <laughs> but we fit we fit 150 in our um in our ep release show there though oh yeah they went down that hallway there they're like watching from the bathroom <laughs> fuck people were outside and it was crazy i'm like yo we're just we're releasing our second ep like we're nobody what the fuck are you all doing here man that's great i mean that must have felt amazing just like Holy shit! Probably it's a party. <laughs> one of the most memorable shows we've played. I'm staring at the poster right here. Actually, is that the one where you like? It was like solid pack room. You just ran and just oh, stage nice. dove around the room yeah. and came back. Yeah, yeah was, first time. Crazy. I've, uh, <laughs> first time as a singer that I've stage dove into a crowd of people singing my lyrics back to me and they held me up. It was probably the coolest feeling ever. Yeah, my mind would have been splattered on the walls, mind fucking blown. <laughs> yeah, like I cannot wait to do that to thousands of people that I don't know, and have that be a reality every day. Yeah, so let's let's talk about that. So I was actually thinking today, because I like to keep you know. So, I mean, I ask usually the same questions a lot, just to like kind of get to know bands. But um, yeah, beyond that, sort of, I like to throw in these sort of curveball questions. And today, I was thinking, you know, what can I ask? So. Um, if there was a band, if like any band that you could open up for, you know, who would that be? Where would the show be? Like dream show. Let's talk about it. Um. Oh. <laughs> there's a lot to say. Like, there's a lot of bands like that potential that I yeah. want to, because um, I'd probably break it down into like you know local Ontario sign bands or like international bands and. And Ontario um, doesn't have a shortage of signed bands for and sure. No, 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 we definitely don't. 
I was gonna say like to if say. we're yeah if we're just talking like somewhat biggish bands in the scene in Ontario in America like whatever like I would I would love to open up for Neck Deep that'd be huge nice. uh, yeah. with like the lineup of Neck Deep headlining um, maybe do like. Oh man, I don't even know actually now. So like, definitely a neck deep and newfound glory in the same lineup. Oh yeah, and then have like Seaway as like a third band, and then we open. Oh my god, my mind would splatter. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have similar like bands too. Like if I'm talking about even like Ontario bands, I would want to play with like you know like Seaway and like Pacific. Yeah. Um, but if I'm talking about big bands, like I'd say like Newfound Glory, Blink One Eighty Two, um, you know all the general big bands like. That I, we aspire to write from, but uh, yeah, there's so many. Even like Young Culture, I'd love to play a show with. Oh Those yeah, dudes are God. rad. Oh man, um, they're sick. God, even like with like this pandemic, like we've actually become a lot closer with Young Culture. Like mainly Alex. Like obviously, you see, as he was on our podcast, he sent like my girlfriend got him to send her a video message uh, that she recorded for me on my birthday. That like he was just going off, like saying like how good of a guy I am and just saying happy birthday and I'm like dude most humble guy I've ever met in my life and honestly we, we met as a mistake like yeah um, yeah. I remember I met him I met him in Sneaky D's and he was he was leaving and he was like bringing out all the merch and me being a band guy I know it's a fucking bitch trying to do everything yourself so I held the door open for him and he turned around to me and he was like yo man sick set I'm like I didn't, I didn't play, but thanks. <laughs> and he hates this story because he hates to think that he was like this. But I was like, he was just like, oh, well, like, you look like a band guy. And I'm like, well, Yeah, I was going to say, you look band. like a band guy, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I am actually in a band. I'm in a band. Here's my band, blah, blah, blah. And then that sort of like sparked our relationship. And then we played Blackout Fest together. We hung out there. And he slept on the couch in our studio when we were recording Animated Drive. Uh, because they were recording, I think... Um, their latest EP, uh, the one before the self-titled. I'm totally blanking on the name, um, but yeah. yeah, no, honestly, Alex is definitely like one of the most humble guys I've ever met. Sort of going off trail here, so let's add a uh, young culture to my lineup too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll I'll harass them personally if they don't like book a show with you guys because you guys would just pair perfectly. So I will uh, I'll hit up Gabe if I don't see a show by like 2022. <laughs> I'm about and also, that. let's put. Yeah, you guys got to come to like Albany. I know it's it's a hell of a drive for you guys, but we would love to play in the states. Like we've been thinking about that for like years. Now. I mean, like, like yeah, it'd just be a dream to just tour Canada. Yeah, no, US. like we've our managers from the states. So honestly, I'm sure he could hopefully help us get our visas going and get a. Wait, I think we have the same manager. Shows. Who's your manager? Eric. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, so we mentioned him that we were going to be on this podcast. He's like, oh, yeah, I love those guys. So that makes be sure sense to, uh, to Be sure to mention that when uh, you guys have your next band call with him. <laughs> oh, yeah, facts, for sure. Yeah, we. I mean, we we text him, like, every day. We just uh, – we did a music video, so I sent over, like, the draft to him today. And, you know, we've been we've been chatting – or I wouldn't say every day, but every week we, uh, we talk to him. Yeah, yeah literally, same. I remember when you guys, uh, yeah, you guys said you signed to Word Is Bond, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like uh, another band I know. I I forget sometimes. Like it'll be funny because uh, as big as you know, as many bands that play pop punk, that you know, as many bands in in that population that there are, like it's still a very small, um, you know, sort of community there, and like yeah. So I've met people who know, you know him who know uh other bands who are assigned people who are assigned to lost music collective um you know so it's all just kind of like a you know a whirlpool there of just bands that like were kind of have these misconnections that are eventually just going to collide so that's well, pretty that's, funny that's what i love about music honestly like it's such a small community that everybody thinks is so big like when we when we first meet a band at a gig that we're playing with them and we just met like I said we just met them at this like gig by the end of the night like we'll be fucking throwing like huge jokes like by like I would say like by the end of our tour like the bands that we first met those nights we were doing the whole um, like the whole step bro joke the, the entire tour yeah. which got annoying at some fucking point <laughs> but like it it was like those connections that you don't even know that are going to be so great and like that would stay in your mind like with the whole music scene it's amazing 
Yeah, um, I, I guess, is there a band that you would say you're, like, closest with? Like, for us, um, and it just it just so happened that way that it was, um, you know, our last few shows and also, consequently, the first few shows that we had uh, right before the lockdown. It was, you know, probably in, like, January and February. But um, the last few bands we saw were, like, uh, Goalkeeper and Real Talk, and we've just, you know, oh, wow. stayed connected with those guys. And uh, Real Talk, we're, like, just friends with, you know, throughout the years, we've had all these weird connections, but yeah, it's, it's just like, those are our boys now. So like, is, are, is there a band to you guys where you're like, that's our fucking boys right there? Hmm. Um, I mean, there's been a few bands where like that, you know, you go on tour, you joke around, you, you, uh, you know, you make strong connections. So we've had a few bands. It's hard to say right now, since we haven't played a show in a while. Yeah. Um, cause yeah. not, not saying you lose those connections completely, but you don't play shows for a while. And then, you know, everyone gets, you know, busy or they're doing their own thing during COVID. Yeah. So it's hard to pinpoint one band um, right now. But, you know, there's been, like, I'll name one, like, with that two, that little weekend run we went on with the Wild Hood when they were the Wild Hood and now Hazel. Um, you know, we, we got pretty close mm-hmm. with them and, uh, you know, we partied with them a few times on that little weekend run we had. So, we yeah, in the three days we had. Three days we had, they slept in my house. My mom made them breakfast. We went out <laughs> on Jacob's girlfriend's boat. We made burgers. It was like honestly, like definitely a weekend run I will never forget. Um, yeah, I would definitely say the Wild Hood too, like Hazel now. Uh, them Among Legends. I was gonna, um, I was about to say Among Legends because yeah, because uh, Long Thoughts music video. Like, like, Mitch, nice, yeah, like, he's a great su- guy. Such nice guys. Such nice guys. Just really easy to joke around with and vibe. Them uh, let down. Um, yeah, honestly, actually, I put out a post today on our story, and somebody asked us, like, who we'd want to play shows with as soon as we were allowed, and I was trying to think of all the Ontario bands. I'm like, man, like, I actually haven't been asked There's that. There's a lot. lot. So, there are so many. Yeah, I missed out on a few, but, like, Rival basically. let down. Yeah. In case we crash. In case we crash. Yeah. 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 You guys played a show with them, uh, right? I think it was, like, not too long ago. Man. Or before. No, no. We lockdown. played a show with In Case You Crash when, like, the band just started. Wow. We played... At Hamilton, we've had Alex uh, fill in for us too. Oh yeah, yeah. Guitarist. He actually <laughs> what a he good filled dude. in. Uh, he filled in for us on that Wildhood run because we didn't have a yeah. lead guitarist. And funny enough, now we're down to a three piece. We have a fill in lead guitarist and a bass player for future shows. Um, what I was again that. Oh yeah. So in case you crash, like, we have played one show with them when they just started and when we just started. And me not knowing that uh, offering your cab would mean that you'd be in Hamilton until midnight when you work the next day <laughs> I was like I was like oh my god man I am fucking exhausted we we like played probably right before them and like in case we crash and I was just like man I did not realize how long of a night it would be when you're landing your cab didn't we all ditch you like didn't we all go home and yeah then like, I'll be it fine was just me. and then and then you text me at one you're like bro I'm just leaving now and I have to work oh. at seven and oh, I'm like, I've man. been in bed for like two hours, but that sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. So we quickly learned never to bring our cabs and just re- just lend, uh, let yeah. other bands lend their cabs <laughs> yeah. that are closer too, obviously. But like, yeah, no, we have we haven't played a show with them since like 2017, and we're. I, don't, I was gonna say I don't remember the last time I played with In Case We Crash. We're definitely hoping we can hop on uh, some bigger shows oh, in the future sure. when they come back. Yeah, like I said, I mean, you guys are in a great area for music and not too far away from, you know, the closest sort of hotbeds that, you know, are Toronto, Hamilton, all of that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, we're in a weird spot where we are, where we're like, we're kind of in the same situation, but um, we're in like the middle of scenes, like where I guess our sort of headquarters are, Poughkeepsie, where we practice used to be like a, a stop like a lot of people used to stop there even just non-pop punk bands but like back yeah. in the 80s 90s you'd see stevie ray vaughn the police oh wow fucking the ramones uh guns and roses slayer metallica all came through there every yeah but like i don't know it just over time i think it 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 changed it was no longer like sort of a destination i think those longer drives sort of became more custom so you could get from yeah. new york city to albany in you know three hours so like people would do that instead of stopping midway 
And so, but we're luckily only an hour from like Albany. So you got young culture up there. You got, you know, they're sort of holding up the scene up there doing great. Uh, Rochester, we're not too far away. We're actually looking to play there in August sometime. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh my God, Yeah. So close. Fuck. I know. (laughs) Yeah. We're so far away. We're like, yeah, we'll play in uh, 2074. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So no, close, honestly, right around hoping, the corner. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping, we're hoping honestly, like we can get to playing the shows by the time we put out our record, which is set to be like next summer. Like that'd be the dream to just like go right back yeah. to it. Go back to the yeah. nights where I come back at three a.m. and work at eight. I miss that. Now I'm going to bed at ten p.m. because COVID's turned me to such a dad. I fucking hate it, but I love it because I need a schedule. I need a schedule. Yeah, you're like. Dude, I feel like mind and body are now together instead of like me Dude, getting it's almost there my to work on Monday. Like, yeah, bro, don't you it's love waking up bedtime, with a, with sore knees from a show? Like that was great. Yeah, I'm like, why oh am my I God, fucking I sore? I played 20 minutes. <laughs> now I just wake up with sore knees because I'm sitting at my desk for eight hours a day. Yeah, yeah. That's now my back. Just kidding. <laughs> you sound old yeah. as shit, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, just DIY, dude. I am every day. I wake up at yeah. 6 a.m. every day just to Ooh. do yoga, take my dog outside, and I don't work till that's 8. That's definitely it's pop punk, just, bro. That's great. I mean, like, <laughs> mental health is pop punk, bro. I do all that so I can have a great day. You know? Yeah. But, that's fuck, great. man, do I, yeah, I miss coming home at 3 a.m., unloading, and then going to bed for two hours, and then going back to work. Yeah, and I, I like to, uh, like, tell my coworkers, I was like, yeah, we, we you know, toured this weekend. And it was, like, literally just, like, we, we drove to another state and back. And, yeah. like, that was it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, it was it was sick. You should have seen us. Like, 15 people showed up. <laughs> and we played on a Sunday. <laughs> I remember when um I went to work one day. And, like, we had, like, these little huddles that they tried to, like, incorporate us all into just so that we could, like, not hate our lives at work and they're like oh so what did everybody do this weekend and i'm like generally a chatty person like when everybody's seen like everybody's in a circle nobody offers to go first and i was like yeah you know i played a show to like 300 people in oshawa like, it was whatever <laughs> and they're like 300 people i'm like yeah it's pretty sick it was like our biggest show ever it was it was fucking tight <laughs> and they're just From like 25. wow and i'm like <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> no, that, was, that was the night we that was the night we played the oshawa music hall definitely the biggest show oh we played, my god yeah that was 300 some odd people yeah. okay yeah. holy shit who'd you play with uh poor poor judgments now they're judgment okay um not what what was the what was the headliner band again oh god i haven't played a show in so long nothing special nothing special judgment and then a few others i forget i feel so bad if they're watching this i forget <laughs> yeah no take the mic i'm eating pizza right now <laughs> oh that's yeah no but no honestly it was such a great show like uh nothing special headlined it they arranged the whole show um oh, they great. sold out of the tickets in like a matter of like a day or two and we get there and i think we're like third or fourth in the lineup or something like that and we get on stage and it's just a sea of people all the way to the very back of this venue Dude, like you to people even we've like we've never played oshawa before this is our first time playing oshawa and everybody's so fucking pissed drunk that they're jumping they're pointing <laughs> their fingers and i'm like this not is to mention you yeah, not to mention too. After the show, it was emo night, so like everyone's oh, like, wow. keep, like, yeah, they're like, let's fucking go, Dude. and they're just vibing. And then, you know, the people that are at emo night after, like, oh my god, you guys killed it, and they're just slamming beers with you, and they're like, that was a total other vibe I missed. Like, the coolest oh. night we've probably ever had. It was amazing. That's always sick when like you could just tell people are stoked to be there, like whether it be either the venue or like you know maybe uh you know depending on where like if you're in the city like the bar like it's a sick place or like you know the bands that you're playing with they're sick and everybody's just you know it's a great lineup and it was well put together like that's always a good feeling is get reading that from the crowd that like there's some energy just going on and like the atmosphere there that like everybody just wants to fucking get up dance saying like that that's great to hear yeah yeah 300 too much energy, holy though. shit yeah some people love this too much i'm pretty sure sad when i got kissed by a random mom in the crowd <laughs> after she's like hammered and grabbed my face it's like no who the fuck are you but uh, thanks i think i don't i don't know who you are but yeah thanks deborah <laughs> yeah thanks debbie thanks big deb thanks for the kiss bye i won't forget <laughs> you that was that was before that, yeah that was before we had white claw here 
and I was just slinging back Cottage Springs, like another seltzer in Canada. Not as good, clearly. But, I mean, like, I got slot. <laughs> so we all went back to a house after the show to unload our gear and get a little yeah. free drinking before we went back to emo night. And, like, probably 80% of the people went to the LCBO. And I'm left with uh, our lead guitarist's girlfriend and her friend. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get pissed drunk. Didn't and you I leave just by yourself? Yeah, so I chugged back a few, like, seltzers. And because of my social anxiety, I just left. Because I knew other bands would still be there. And I'm like, it's 10.30. Like, emo night just started. There will be people there. I showed up. There was nobody there. Really? I was like, One oh, man, man mosh pit. Let's get it. <laughs> I walked in, and I was just, like, hammered. Walking in Oshawa, like, just chugging back oh, these God, cottage springs. A... And then, like, an hour later, these guys showed up. And I'm like, hey, yeah, I've been here. Thanks, guys. But... <laughs> I mean, the girls at the house didn't try to stop me, so... In all fairness, we took tequila shots and then came over, so we were all pretty probably on your level once we got there, but... I'm glad I I didn't do that, I was overly pumped about the show. I I totally forgot about Emo Night. I was, like, just amazed by the crowd response. We got, like, the sound at this venue was absolutely insane. Like, we've never got a crowd response like that. And even... That was actually... That was the first night we played uh, Nothing Serious before it was even, like... Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, it sounded way different, too. Yeah, it wasn't, like, totally different. Just, like, maybe the chorus melody was a bit different. We had in, like, an unneeded instrumental part. But that was definitely, like, the first night we tried that song out, and it worked. So. Fantastic. People got a glimpse of it before we even, uh, they even knew it was going to be our biggest single. Before it blew up, yeah. <laughs> well, um, so we are getting close on time, so I want to leave... Uh, space for the last few questions and i think i might know the answer to one of them but um i'm gonna ask all right so first part is uh just name like five bands you think everybody should know about whether it's local whether it's bands you've played with toured with all that and then uh second part you can do beer of the week or seltzer of the week as well (laughs) oh okay. Uh, okay i'll start this off um so first up for the bands uh band called glimmers uh, met through Very like good. Facebook and the, all the defend pop punk groups like Maggie. She's a totally great person, great great honestly band too. Like she's blown up on TikTok and everything. Great voice. Um, so we got Glimmers um, among Legends is putting out their first full length uh, record too. Another punk rock band from Canada. <clears throat> uh, Judgment they're putting out another EP soon actually too. So uh, watch out for them. Um. Uh, Okay, those ones came fast to me, and now I'm like. Shit. I'd also add on. I'd also add on Rival Town too. They're releasing nice. new music, or they're posting teasers that they're going to release new music soon. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, so Rival Town, and then in case you crash, put on music too. Uh, new music too. Yeah. Uh, they just put out some promos. Um, so that's my. Yeah, five. I saw that. I'm excited for it. No, I'll keep consistent. I'll say that's my five too, because one of the big t- uh, names in there I was going to talk about is Judgment. They're super nice guys. They do a lot for their community and. Uh, they're dope musicians, so they're at the top of my list for sure. That's awesome. Uh, top Claw, Watermelon, White <laughs> top, Claw. Wait, no, wait, that's my favorite. Seltzer? He's like Top Claw. Yeah. So it's all Claw or there no are, Claw. There are no other seltzers. Yeah. <laughs> there really isn't for me. I'm sponsored, so I can't really. <laughs> yeah. I can't Dude, say yeah, That's sick, seltzer. man. I'm sorry. I love – I actually, Watermelon is my favorite flavor, I think, followed by – this is a hot take, but probably right? Lemon and then Grapefruit. Yeah, I wish I knew what lemon claw tasted like. Um, <laughs> I would say watermelon for sure. Or they had these new ones released yeah. from Bacardi. Like they have mojitos that are my favorite cooler. I guess are like kind are of. Are they really good right now? Yeah. They're really good. They're very minty. They're very I... good. But I don't know. Because no shade on like Bud Light and uh, I think it's Corona too. But like I tried their seltzers <laughs> and they were not good. Oh my good. god. So Sorry. I guess I've tried the Bud ones and they're and they're dog shit. But I was excited for the uh, Coors or like even the Corona ones that are coming out. But I guess if they're all shit, I shouldn't expect too much. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried the this Coors ones. This is why I don't I'm a, switch. I'm a White Claw is uh, amazing, so. and I'm. This is why I don't switch though, because White Claw is amazing, and if I have to taste anything worse than it, I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Uh, Land Shark uh, Pineapple Mango Seltzer. Really? Beats mango White Claw. Land any day Shark? Of the week. I didn't know they made any them. Day of the That's week. sick. 
Yeah, I gotta any try day of the week, out. I'll take that over a White Claw. Except for, only for mango, though, <laughs> not for watermelon. Watermelon's like God, too. I think we're going to have a band <laughs> beef between you two guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just looked at oh me, and I'm like, all right. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding leave. me? Not White Claw? <laughs> well, no, I we just, talked I, about I, this before the call. Yeah. I hate pineapple. Yeah, we, we went so. through this. <laughs> I hate pineapple, so that's just not Really? Funny. But gotcha. I love pina coladas. So pina coladas, dude, uh, rip those. Uh, they you make you fat, the but like because they got all yeah, the rum. They make you fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did one week on them. I, my one first ever trip and only trip to like the Bahamas was just all pina coladas, and I left. <laughs> oh, there. yep. Very. Yeah, thick. we went to Dominican uh, right before COVID, thick. and it was just pina coladas, <laughs> yeah. tequila. That was it. And it's like sixteen dollars for each one. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I got ripped That's off. That's a lot, man. I got ripped off. We got, we got yeah. all inclusive, so we just got drunk on vacation, nice. landed, went right on tour after. So we were like fucking... Oh, that's... Yeah, I know. Literally, it was... We, we, we came back from vacation, then a day later, we went on tour. And I'm like, holy shit, that's the dream. Yeah. Your liver was screaming for help. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. It really was. Uh, well, guys, this has been an awesome conversation. Definitely want to stay connected. I think I'm already friends with you guys on Facebook anyways. Uh, so, and yeah. if not, we'll add you up for sure. Yeah, if you guys oh, yeah. ever, you know, are, uh, you know, coming up to, like, uh, you know, Buffalo area or, you know, Rochester, let me Super know. Super close I'll, to I'll, Buffalo. I'll be around, yeah. For oh, sure. yeah, no, I think, like um, I don't know if I, my buddy is from there. Uh, you know JT Connors? I do not. Ah, uh, Basically, just like a Twitter <laughs> ah, friend. Okay, that's it. Ah, really good. No, good friends with young. Culture. We go way like, back. Honestly, when when I when I go to to the states, I'm definitely just gonna have some calls with him because I'm pretty sure he's from like the Buffalo ish area. Um, but yeah, no, like definitely next time we're allowed to come to the states. Um, well, first time we're allowed to come to the states, we will yeah. definitely hit you up. And when you get your visas too, I know that's expensive as hell. So, oh my god, I'm pretty yeah, sure it's a big purchase. Yeah, like 1,400 Canadian or something. Something Fucking like that. Hell. <laughs> God. Yeah, don't have that money. Yeah, I'd be like, you better guarantee me fucking few hundred a night. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> Pay off the visa tour. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a good that'd, name. Yeah, that'd be a good one. <laughs> that'd be a good write name. That down. Yeah. yeah, you could get sponsored by Visa too. The credit oh, card. Oh my god, you're all set. Yeah. Pay off the visa. Pay tour. off the visa, both your credit card bill and the actual visa. I My think we got to figure it out. Screaming right now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hanging in there. <laughs> That's six grand in debt right now. <laughs> Worth it. You guys are going to be famous soon. Don't worry about Hopefully, it. Hopefully, man. We appreciate well, it. Thank you, man. It. Yeah. Honestly, any sort of kind words that keep uh, us going, it definitely helps. <laughs> Seeing as I've applied to colleges four times, and every time I've tried to go to college, Oakcrest just got a little bit bigger. So <laughs> I always canceled last second. I'm like, yeah. nope, I can't do it. This is my top priority. This is my baby. I cannot cancel it. It's worth it. Keep applying. Then the band will get famous, and you'll be like, oh, well, all right. Well, you know, do we need this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, guys, uh, have a good night. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys are able to have a slightly more normal summer if I don't talk to you between them. But uh, I'm sure we will. So uh, yeah, yeah. No, I love to keep in chat, honestly. Of course, man. Yeah, and you be well, relax, and just just hang out, be easy. Oh, for sure. Thank you. 100%, I'm gonna go, uh, I appreciate it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go muck a whole pizza and probably watch Malcolm in the Middle until <laughs> I go to bed. Um, that's my night. Like I said, it's almost Not ten bad. o'clock. It's almost my bedtime. I gotta wake up at six tomorrow. That's Ooh. punk as fuck, bro. 10, 10 p.m. Yeah, dude, that's that's dad as fuck. <laughs> All right, but boys. anyway, yeah, though, man, it was a great chat. It was great uh, getting to know you. Yeah, have a good one. You too. Yeah, take care. Talk soon.
yeah, it's crazy, but.